Welcome back to the Magical Learning Podcast. In today's episode, Danette tells you how to keep your New Year's resolutions. This is a really good episode if you find that you struggle after a week or a month. This is a perfect episode for you. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Magical Learning's podcast. My name is Danette Fenton Menzies, and this week I thought we'd talk about how to set yourself up for success with your New Year's resolutions. Yeah, how many of us have set those New Year's resolutions? Maybe it's to lose weight, maybe it's to run a marathon, maybe it's to read more books, and then found ourselves you know, a couple of weeks later or maybe even a couple of days later going, oh, I just haven't been successful with this. So let's talk through some of the science around this. Now, recognising that when we're implementing New Year's resolutions, we are going to be changing what we are doing or who we are. And remember my favourite phrase, change equals uncomfortable equals your growth. So the first thing to recognise is that you are going to feel some discomfort as you start to change. Instead of resisting that which our body and our brain want to do because that means they're chewing more energy what you need to do is celebrate the fact that you're feeling uncomfortable because it's actually meaning that you are growing so work with your body and brain by actually doing the party dance as soon as you take that action because that allows you then to feel good because those feel good chemicals go through your bloodstream which makes it more likely that you're going to want to take action again And really to give you um, a really tangible example, and I know I've used this on another podcast, Um, when COVID started, I decided I wanted to um, strengthen my upper body strength. And so what I did is I set myself a goal of doing 15 push-ups just before I hopped in the shower each morning. Now, every day when I got to 15, I could celebrate. But what I decided to do after I did the first one, and it really hurt, uh, I did the celebration, I felt good. The next day I decided to do five extra. And what I did is celebrate at the end of that and then the next day I added another five. In a very short period of time, I got up to 100. And every day now, before I hop in the shower, I do my 100 push-ups. And I now can notice that I have muscle and I have more strength in my upper body because of that. It's now time for me to get a new habit and I'm going to make that part of my new new year's resolution so one of the things we know about the brain science is if the change is going to be really big our brain is far more likely to resist it so what is a better approach is if it is going to be something big like you want to run a marathon is treat it a little bit like I did with the push-ups start really small so you might just say I'm going to walk around the block today And then the next day, just go a little bit further. Then you might start jogging at one stage um, and then you might start running. But make those increments of change smaller, but improve each day just slightly more. And that way you're doing what um, Robin Sharma would call the 1% wins. We're just increasing our ability to be able to move forward um, and stick with those habits that we're trying to set in place. Now, for all of us, I reckon um, exercise is a really great thing to include in our New Year's resolution. Uh, The other one I think that's really helpful for pretty much all of us at the moment is meditation. So what I know is that both exercise when we sweat and when we meditate, our brain releases a protein called BDNF. 
brain-derived neurotropic factor. And that's actually like fertilizer for our brain. So it helps our brain continue to grow. And I think as you know, we go through lots of change, as we go through lots of change, being able to be adaptable and calm, which we get from doing that exercise, get from doing that meditation, can be really helpful to set up the new year for success. So if you think about it, if you do a 1% win on something every day for 12 months, in 12 months' time, you will be 37 times different to how you are today. Some of the other habits that you might want to work on um, in terms of your New Year's resolutions are taking, um, making sure that you've got good sleep patterns and also booking in your breaks for the next year. That's where our brain does the heavy lifting. So it is really important to make sure that you are having regular breaks because it is easy for the world to um, basically just go, keep going 24-7, 365 days of the year. However, we know that actually works against our brain and makes us far less effective longer term. Some simple things we can do to help embed those New Year's resolutions. Now, some of these um, have... I've got from different books and two books that I find really helpful around habits. First one is BJ Fogg's Tiny Habits and the other one is Atomic Habits. And Atomic Habits is written by James Clear. Both of them have fabulous science around building and embedding habits. Now in Tiny Habits, BJ Fogg shares that in order to embed a habit, we need some level of motivation. So you need to put some reason why you want to put in place these New Year's resolutions. You need to have some ability to do it and you need a trigger. So putting it either before or after an existing behaviour. So what I did is put push-ups before I hop in the shower. So the moment I walk into the bathroom, I go, ah, push-ups, then hop into the shower. So that is a trigger for me in a nice way, not, not a bad way. Some other things that can really help us stick with those habits. And if you think about it, we want to make our New Year's resolutions into habits because once they become embedded, and that can take um, you know, up to 66 days on average to embed a habit, but once we do a habit that long, it becomes second nature. So we don't even have to think about it. And that, that means we're far more likely to do the, the particular habit. Some things that can help you with that is tracking your progress. So maybe getting a calendar out and doing a tick as you do that particular thing each day. For most people, doing it earlier in the day is going to help as well. Earlier in the day, we have more willpower. Therefore, we are more likely to do the thing that is new to us that we need to put in place. The other thing is um, to make it automatic. So on your mirror for argument's sake, which you might see in the morning, you might have a sticky note that says either before I... Have, say for my instance of push-ups, before I have a shower, I will do put 15 push-ups. So it can also be after I have a shower, I will do 15 push-ups. For me, before was a better trigger. The other thing that's really important is if you want to do something, perhaps eat good food, then one of the ways you can really help yourself with that is first of all, um, and this is based on a concept by a gentleman called Sean Acor, and he calls it the 20-second rule. 
So what he says is things that we want to do, we need to bring 20 seconds or closer to us. And things that we want to stop doing, we need to move 20 seconds or further away. Because at 20 seconds, we start to go, oh, do I really want to do this? If we want to eat healthier, then what we do is we bring the food that we want to eat that is healthier closer to us. So um, you might put a fruit bowl on the table where perhaps you sit in the evenings. Anything that you know you shouldn't eat, maybe either don't buy it, which I think is the best alternative. If you do buy it, put it somewhere where you actually have to go and get a ladder or something to reach it. So it requires more effort. Therefore, you are less likely to want to put in that effort to do that thing that doesn't support you. And the thing that I think certainly has worked for me more than anything else is the moment I take those steps, I do a little party dance. That releases the serotonin and the dopamine and I feel good and it makes me want to do it again. And that absolutely helped me when I was doing getting up to those 100 push-ups a day in terms of habit. A couple of things to think about too are that if you're really tired, trying to implement a new habit can be more difficult. So maybe between... Um, yeah, on the holiday break that we're now hopefully all on, that you spend a couple of days just recharging yourself. So getting that good sleep, exercising, eating well and drinking lots of water. By doing that, when you are then ready to make the New Year's resolution, you've got some energy behind yourself in order to be able to implement it. Remember too that if you trip up, don't catastrophize that. Just go, oh, okay, that didn't work today. What are some of the reasons maybe it didn't work for me today? And then go, you know what, tomorrow's another day and start fresh tomorrow. The most important thing is to just keep going because over time you will start to develop those new habits which support you for the new year and the new you that you want to become in that new year. Please don't give up. And if you're not sure that you are going to be able to sustain this, one final tip that I think can really help people is find an accountability buddy. Find a friend or a loved one who perhaps also wants to make some change and check in each day with one another. It's a really lovely way to hold yourself to account and you know that connection really helps boost us to go oh yeah you know what? I need to do it because I'm going to be sharing that I have done it with my friend in 24 minutes so that would make you do it wouldn't it so remember you're worth investing in doing this change and you know what a new year can result in a new you have a magical New Year's Eve and I'd love for you to share some of those New Year's resolutions because we would love to support you as you start to embed those in your life. Until next time, stay magical. Thank you for listening to the Magical Learning Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I got a lot out of it. If you're new to the podcast, you can go back and have a look at some of our older episodes. We've got webinars in there, but we've also got shorter episodes that cover more specific topics. Other than that, you can always follow us on all social medias. We'll be keeping that going until the end of the year. And then next January, we're having a little break. So you can 
relax as well, maybe absorb some older episodes. Have a magical week.